0: good morning uh, today is the gosh what 27th I think about 630 I didn't find out what the actual temperature is but I can tell you this it is flipping cold winter has it's like nature looked at their watch and went, whoa <laughs> it's, it's way into winter sorry <laughs> let me fix that for you We haven't had a lot of precipitation, which is good. No wind, which is nice. So while I know it's chilly, I don't actually feel the chill. So I got that going for me. So yeah, it's been a few days since we've done the uh, morning walk. Um, I got the typical excuses. We had Christmas and stuff like that. We've had a shifting schedule. Makes it hard to schedule anything. These aren't good excuses, they're just what happened. Got up this morning, got my thousand words done, which is nice. Um, Gotta admit, I'm a little disappointed with my performance thus far. We are on the... uh, 27th of December and uh, I should be at about 55,000 words instead I'm at 45,000 now granted that's not too bad to be you know two-thirds of the way through the book and only 10,000 words down it's not too bad at all if we finish on the first week in February instead of Groundhog's Day. That's not too bad. But at the same time, I'm kind of like in my uh, alternate plan. I think I mentioned the alternate plan a few days ago. Well, not alternate, but supplemental. Basically saying if I want to get another thousand words every day, I just have to pick five moments during the day, where I take a break and do five minutes of writing. Get an extra 200 words. Because 200 words is easy, five minutes is easy. So, it's just a uh, question of sitting down and doing it. Which I haven't been. I haven't codified into part of my schedule yet. And as such, haven't been haven't been very good about doing. Uh anyway. So I suppose I can use guilt as a good reason to morning to get into that there goes Mama Rama the uh, yeah, I'm thinking I'm just gonna get into Google Calendar cut out, uh, five different points in the day And then just put in little reminders to myself saying, hey, take five minutes write you 200 words. You know, like, after dinner and before bed and stuff like that. So, anyway. I can do that now as a OMG, I'm falling behind on my schedule. What have you done to me, Christmas? And then hopefully Having been prompted into action, I can then make it part of my habits Make it a habit to Take five minutes out several times a day Then get my 2,000 words a day And it would be very very cool if I got to the beginning of February with a habit of writing 2,000 words a day It would be well over 90,000 words at that point. Would be cool. Don't know if it's going to happen, but I remain cautious and optimistic. Let's see. Had some good stuff today, too. Have kind of a uh, quandary where... I have at least a couple of people in my story who are spies for other groups. And these are long running background spies. I mean, the. uh So basically, here's the thing. If I say. somebody walks with a limp because they're lame then that's fine but because I'm telling it in the third person I gotta back up it's hard to say this and couch it so that I don't give spoilers Um, so you got a character who from the beginning walks with a limp and then you talk about how they walk, and how they get from place to place, and if you don't mention that their leg actually hurts, then you can say this was just him pretending that his leg hurt. And it works out. If, however, you talk about a twinge of pain that forces him to massage uh, the thigh or something. Well, now you're talking about something actual. I mean, the omniscient view, the omniscient third-person view, is basically saying he's not lying about this. At the same time, I really want to sell that. I want the reader to believe that he is lame. But I need to have a way of doing that that doesn 't act actually lie to them, and i 'm not sure how to do that because, like I said, this is something that was happened that happened before this was actually in Invido Rex, and uh, i 'm not sure how to fix that. I mean, you could argue that being a really good spy, he actually had a bit of a character actor thing going. Took some drug that made his leg really, really hurt. Not character actor, method actor. Said he was a method actor, and so that was why he was doing it. You could do that. Anyway, I'm rather proud of that. I uh, I have these stories within stories and subplots and plans and all that kind of stuff, and I'll admit, I felt like just going along, just writing a story, trying to make it as good as I can, trying to understand the characters as well as I can. And in the end, I started reading other people's books, I mean, I've been reading other people's books the whole time, but it was like, it just suddenly dawned on me. Almost every story out there is one story. It's following one person and their one storyline. I mean, I'm about, what, a quarter of the way through this Charlie Strauss book, and... It's all about this one girl who is traveling to Mercury to uh, be a courier that she is not equipped to uh, to do the job, but it's all about her. And it's first person. It's watching her the whole way. Every step is with her, and uh, so then I'm also, I'm also reading. Uh, 1660, 1634. The Galileo... Affair. Which is okay. I'm kind of getting burned out on the 1633 Ring of Fire series. But that's not the point. The point is here, you've got a bunch of storylines. There should be a bunch of storylines because you've got, you know, dozens of people. Several families. you got to figure they're all going in different directions, looking for different things, and yet that's not what happens. Everybody is looking in the same direction, moving in the same direction. So that when Cardinal Richelieu does something a little bit different, everybody's like, whoa! We're all supposed to be swimming in the same direction. Oh, he's so crazy. He was... ...working some other angle we hadn't thought of. So then I look back at my writing. And I've got... ...people trying to... I've got a lost king. I've got... ...the symbol of power trying to fight its way back to, uh... To the uh, court. I've got people who are searching for the symbol of power. I got people who are searching for the king. I got people who don't care about either of those as long as, you know, we can make our guy the new king. You know, I've got another guy who doesn't give a damn about any of that as long as he can bring down the Hidden Institute. And it just, you know, it just occurred to me, I'm, I think I'm writing a much more developed story than most stuff out there. And I don't say that to sound egotistical. I say that to sound like, whoops, you know, this may not sell. I mean, it's all well and good to say, you're being original. You are cutting a new path, all that crap. But in the end, what you're saying is, a billion people bought a story about a girl and a vampire and a werewolf, but it was always a single story. A billion people bought a story about a girl and her incredibly sexy, pseudo-rapist boyfriend, Fifty Shades. But it was always one story. Now I'm worried that what I'm writing is going to sound like it's... I mean, I know it's one story. I know that they all come together, and it meets again. But at the same time, I'm worried people are going to look at it like a series of short stories. Now we're telling a bit of Scepter's story. Now we're telling a bit of Sbedrager's story. That sort of thing. Oh, here's another good one. Now that I've finished the entire podcast, I think I'm mispronouncing Bedrager's name. I think it's supposed to be... Bedragari. But you know, what are you gonna do? Anyway, so yeah, the uh, the one thing that makes me think it's gonna work out anyway. I mean, whether it's multiple stories or one. The thing that makes me think it's going to all work out Is the fact that Game of Thrones is still out there And that is very clearly a bunch of different disparate stories being told at the same time And that's the sort of model I mean, I wasn't going for it, but it's a model I can point at as This is the format that I'm taking You may remember about a week ago I was trying to get beat sheets get those to work in Scrivener. And I figured I could take my current story and crowbar it into a beat sheet format so that my timing would be correct. And brother, that just really didn't work. Because they said, oh, this is the point where your main character recognizes something. And I'm like... Dude, my main character is learning something every thousand words. My, uh... And what do you mean by main character? I've got main characters all over the place. And I realize that could be a downside. Too many stories, too many MCs. Morning. So anyway, today is a good day to have a beard. It is just that kind of chilly. <laughs> All right, so um, I haven't done the morning walk in a while. I've been behind. I haven't told you guys about what's going on. Um. Let's see. Christmas was a bit weird. We didn't have the EP, so Allie and I were on our own. We thought we we're gonna go find something fun to do, because we'd already done Christmas. So this is basically like we've got a day off in the middle of the week, what are we gonna do? And, uh, and so we uh, let's see first we went shopping which sounds weird but we were gonna go see the time of the doctor a special episode of Doctor Who where they introduced Peter Capaldi and uh, we knew we were going over to Paulette's so We wanted to grab some snacks. We didn't know when the uh, stores were going to close, so we went early. Not early enough, apparently, for some uses. Because when we got there, they had this amazing sale on uh, Pepsi. It's like, buy two, get three free. five for the price of two. Hard not to say yes, even though we've already got a SodaStream. So, sure enough, Brian goes and buys 10-12 packs of Cherry Pepsi. No idea what I'm going to do with all that, but I've got it. So we got that. We uh, got some snacks. Let's... Let's see, we found some hummus. We got some vegetables. I don't think we ever actually got into the hummus. Um, anyway, so after that we uh, went home and I actually had all this scheduled out because you had to have to. We went by a friend's place to uh, check on their kittens. Because they're out of town. And they asked us to Watch out for their kittens. They had three of them. All three wanted to hide. So... And they're in the basement. Which means there's like a billion places that a small cat can wedge themselves and hide. So... I basically had to pull everything out of every nook and cranny in the basement we only found two of them. So I then went through the rest of the house. Clicking my tongue and saying, Here, kitty, kitty, and offering tidbits of food. And, uh... Yeah, doing that. Then once we got all the way back down to the basement, then I checked behind, you know, the water heater and everything, and we found the third one. Yay! And there's one who, as soon as she was found, just started yowling. No purpose, just constantly yowling. So I pick her up. I pet her for a little bit. These cats are not trained to use the cat box yet, so... they uh, had more or less made a mess on some of our friend's clothes. So we washed the clothes, and while we were waiting for the clothes to wash, I uh, held the cat and I pet it. Next thing you know, it's everybody's best friend. It wants to go wandering with us everywhere. And it's like just then, it realizes, Hey, I'm trapped down here. I can't go anywhere. Now it's yowling about, I can't go anywhere. And, uh, that's gonna make it even more difficult. Because now, that cat wants to bolt through the door every time you open it. So, don't be me. Should have let them just hide. But you gotta make sure they're okay, you know? So, anyway, we, uh, went to the store, checked in on the cats, uh, Went to Buca di Beppo, which is like a 40-minute drive, but uh, as chain restaurants go, it may be one of my favorites. The food isn't brilliant, but there's so much of it, it's ridiculous. You end up spending $100 when you go out there, but you're buying food for, like, the rest of the week. So, and honestly, I like it for the ambiance. The the pictures on the walls are hilarious. The uh, lighting, they just do a really good job at this kind of festive faux Italian thing. And I like it. And now he puts up with it. I don't know. I think she might like it. I asked her over and over again, is there somewhere else you want to go? But let's face it, not a lot of places are open on Christmas. So anyway, we did that. Then we went home, took a bit of a nap, and then uh, went over to watch the Time of the Doctor with Paulette the episode was as all of them now are big firestorm of controversy on the internet I liked Capaldi I I'll admit, I was looking for somebody with a bit more. the character, I mean. not the actor. Uh, I was looking for someone with a bit more gravitas. Matt Smith has been playing the Doctor as a buffoon. for a little bit too much. He seems to stumble into success more than being the smart guy who figures it out, you know? So I'm hoping, I mean, Peter Capaldi can be a fairly brutal person. And I'm not saying I want the war doctor or anything, but I'd like to see someone who makes it a bit more serious. If you're talking about a war, it shouldn't be silly slapstick stuff. So anyway, he looked a little too silly slapstick for my thinking, but then again we only saw 30 seconds of him. (sighs) The regeneration itself was, I don't know, a bit overwrought. I mean, I get that it's his last episode, but... There was a time when it was just the doctor lay down, flashy lights, doctor stood up. And now it's turned into the whole love letter to Matt Smith kind of episode, you know? And I get that people really like him. But, uh, I don't know. The regeneration itself with him hallucinating things and stuff just seemed to go on a bit. Anyway. Honestly, the thing that bothered me the most about it was that we had a really good storyline that we threw away. A couple of them, really. I mean, people get mad about them throwing away the, uh, the Time War saying, we saved Gallifrey, it didn't actually happen. I can get that. I can get why they'd be upset about that, because it does fundamentally change the character, take takes a lot tragedy out of him. But, uh, what bugged me was, you've got this cool storyline where Jenna Coleman is jumping into the time stream of the Doctor, and Matt Smith joins her. And they are following through his own time stream. And just the implications of what you could do with that. As a writer, that, that would be awesome. There's all kinds of cool stuff they could do. But when they made the 50th anniversary, they basically denuded Trinzalore. And of course, this episode, The Time of the Doctor, finished making Drenzalur pointless. It's just another planet now. But, uh, but in addition to that, they just sort of ignored the whole jumping through our time stream thing. Which I think could have been really cool. So, I'm a bit bummed, but then again... It ain't my show. I don't get to decide. Alright, sit. Stay. Good boy, stay. Good puppy. Jasper's a good boy. Thank you. Okay, here we go. So yeah. If I wasn't trying to write for money, I'd probably be doing fanfic about what they found in the time stream. Anyway. So yeah. Kinda bummed by that. Looking forward to Capaldi's reign as a doctor. kind of funny we got to the end of it and then uh, the EP said all right I want to watch the next one like okay wait until August what I gotta wait until what so that was kind of funny anyway so Christmas we saw the doctor went back home and then uh, what did we do yesterday Took a half day yesterday from work so that we could go and pick up the EP. Morning. Morning. And uh, that went off more or less without a hitch, which is to say, everybody was on their best behavior. Allie's ex was wearing this uh, uh, Ridiculous sweatshirt hoodie thing that uh, had a picture of Him and his wife at possibly the EP on the front. It was hard to tell cuz I only got like a few seconds <laughs> I may need to go through the video to grab some stills um, But yeah, the back red I'm married to a smoking hot redhead. Or something to that effect. And, um... Allie and I just sat there giggling. I mean, not in front of him, you don't want to laugh in front of him, because he gets all testy like that, but... But it was, uh, it was pretty funny. Because it looks like one of those things you get on Zazzle, you know, where they let you, uh, or Cafe Press, where they let you put some picture on there and then write your own text and print it out and ship it for 20 bucks. It looked like that kind of thing. And so what was funny was, we started thinking about it later. He's been deployed. And he certainly wasn't wearing that shirt when we uh, dropped the EP off of him. So that would indicate that it was a Christmas present that his wife gave him. Which would indicate that she was the one who got on Zazzle. And, referring to herself in the third person, said he was married to a smoking hot redhead and that's kind of funny as well Uh, anyway the uh what else yeah that went off that hitch The EP, as always, came back with a little bit more of an attitude than she left. They tend to engender a more, you get whatever you want, don't you worry about being respectful to elders, kind of stuff. And after a couple of days she falls into that. I feel bad for them, really, because they have to put up with it for months. You know, when she's visiting them. Or weeks or whatever. We don't. Morning. We don't get it for more than a day or so. Because, you know, as soon as we say, Whoa, cut that out, that's not nice. That's not polite. As soon as we do that, she just snaps back, man. It's really kind of cool. It used to take a long time. We used to have days of her throwing all kinds of hissy fits and little bratty episodes. We had to just be firm and tell her to go sit and all that kind of stuff over and over and over again until it sunk in. But now it's a lot faster. I mean, we went to pick her up, and we had a little lunch. Then I went off to work, 20 minute commute. By the time I got to work, before I even got to work, Allie was texting me saying, well, that didn't take long, she's sitting now. 20 minutes after I left, she started throwing a little fit. By the time I got home, she was a perfectly friendly little girl all over again. It takes so little. Real discipline. Anyway. So, let's see. Does that bring us up to today? Pretty much. Didn't get my writing done. I've been having trouble sleeping. Acid reflux kind of stuff. And so, Ali has been telling me you don't get to get up early. You gotta get more sleep. And of course that plays holy hell with my big plan, my big plan for thousands of words every day. So, I'll admit I more or less snuck out today. She told me I don't get to wake up at five o'clock. I set my watch for 5 30. <laughs> I'm sneaky. Thirty-five minutes, we're getting low battery now, so I forgot I left the Bluetooth connection on. I'm getting pretty good at battery management since my phone has really crappy battery, and it's tethered to Bluetooth, to my uh, Google Glass, so I've had to get good at All right, these times of day go into airplane mode. Doesn't help to turn it off. you got to actually go into airplane mode, otherwise it's got these drivers running whether you're, whether it's awake or not. And sometimes, you know what, just take the whole battery out. Just take the battery out. Anyway, Ali keeps talking about getting me a new phone. If I do, I'm gonna to want to switch to something with better coverage. We got Sprint because it had unlimited download But looking at my actual usage Unlimited is about Well 8 billion gigs more than I use And I know my math friends are cringing just at me saying that Any finite number is more than I use Out of infinity Uh, anyway Yeah, we we bought it because it had the truly unlimited download And I don't like people Selling you on a service and then limiting it so that was my protest and Wasn't until later that I found out their coverage was so bad. It doesn't matter how much free Bandwidth they give you Free bandwidth that trickles in Woohoo! That and my usage is only about, I don't know, a couple hundred meg tops. I'd have to look it up again. Anyway. So yeah, I'm likely going to switch over to T-Mobile or something that has better coverage in this area. Fits my pattern better. But we're going to wait until we get some... You know, we just finished with Christmas and the honeymoon and the, Wedding and everything, so we're gonna shore up some money first Once we got a little bit more in the bank who may do it Tell you one thing I want to get me a kick-ass phone No more of this it does as much as I need kind of stuff. I'm buying the good stuff You're good Morning Good boy! (laughs) There's a dog in training. A German Shepherd had him on a pinch collar. There was a time when I used to use those but I found it to be ineffective compared to consistency. Anyway, <laughs> so here we are at the front door, and I shall wish you all a lovely day and hope that we get a chance to speak tomorrow.